Welcome to the Yes, Young Enough to Serve podcast. Here we'll share stories of adults over 55 making a difference and making disciples. I'm Ryan Marcella, and here's our host, Judy Papineau-Wick. Hi, it's so good to be here again today, and thank you for tuning in. I hope that uh, this podcast today is a real blessing to you. I've uh, I've prayed over this, and I just know that God is going to use it. Um, I remember my dad years ago, when I was young, just saying, um, in your lifetime, aside from your, your mate and relatives, if you have one person in your life that you consider as a really close friend, count yourself blessed. And I feel, um, I feel very blessed because I have several friends that are just have been like lifelong friends to me. And they're the kind of friends that you just pick up where you left off. If you don't talk for a long time or see each other for a long time, when you do connect, you're just right there. And that's the friend I get to introduce you to today, and that's Dodie Files. And Dodie and her husband, Mike, serve in um, Chile. And so I'll have her tell more about what they do there. But uh, Dodie, welcome to the Yes Podcast. Thank you, Judy. It's really good to be here. And Dodie, I can't even, I don't even want to say the number of years when we first met, but it was like a long, long time ago. I mean, like really oh, long. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> Let's just leave it like that. Let's it's been a long time, time, but a so good time. It has, yeah, a, a wonderful time. It was when uh, uh, Dodie and I attended a, a small Christian college uh, that, uh, Unfortunately, it's not in existence now, but then it was in the Santa Cruz Mountains, Bethany, then Bible College. And Dodie and I met our first year. We lived on the same dorm room hall. And then the second year, we were actually roommates. So we really got to know each other. And in getting to know each other, we just, uh, again, have just become lifelong friends. I absolutely love Dodie. So Dodie, if you could just give a little background to the people. Um, I know you got married uh, while we were in college. And uh, just kind of let us know a little bit about you and Mike and uh, your daughter and her husband. Well, yeah, uh, Mike and I got married in 1972, and we do have one daughter. Her name is Angel. We have two grandchildren, Jonathan and Katie, and they're all in California, so we miss them. Uh, we have been missionaries for, actually, we were appointed missionaries in 1982, so next year will be 40 years. And wow. during our missionary career, we have lived in uh, three different countries. We've lived in Chile, we've lived in Paraguay, and in Costa Rica. And we've worked in several different ministries. But what we've most recently done is we have been involved a lot with um, Latin America Child Care, or, or the new name for that is Child Hope, where we build schools in uh, very poor areas and uh, and the children can come to school there. That's just, just a great ministry sponsorship program. Maybe some of you have even sponsored children with Child Hope. And we also pastor a church here in Santiago. And so that just keeps us real busy. And then also we are what is known as the area director, which means that we supervise five countries in the Southern Cone, which mm. is Chile, Argentina, 
Paraguay, Uruguay, and Brazil. So until COVID came, we uh, traveled to those countries quite often. So we are uh, actually supervising about 90 missionaries, and that's really the joy of what we do. So, mm. yeah. Well, I know this is just a, a rich time for, for you. You and Mike are just doing an amazing, amazing ministry there. And I know the people there feel so blessed to have you as you feel, I'm sure, blessed to be there. So, Dodie, when I was talking to you earlier, and we were talking about doing this podcast, um, you've always been so interested in uh, in Yes, Young Enough to Serve and our, our mission and everything. And I was just wondering if there was like a particular story of a senior in one of your churches that uh, you feel that even even amidst this pandemic, they're still serving Jesus full throttle. Do you have a certain story you could tell us? I do have a certain story. You know, with this pandemic and our church being online and, you know, the whole world now for pretty much is a, right. kind of an online service, we have noticed two things that have been so interesting and a huge, huge blessing is that many, many of the young people in our church have come forward to help with all the uh, dynamics of doing the church online and everything. But we have this one guy, older guy, he's, let's say, above 80. Eight, no, he's above 85, actually. And he has come forward and he has been doing our, some of our online stuff as far as like introduce like the morning welcome or uh -huh. he's done the um, announcements or even the offering time. And he has just done the greatest job. Mm. It's like been amazing to have him and actually a few other people too that are older, you know, 70 and above that have just stepped up and they're just doing this online stuff. And it's just really been like an incredible blessing for us. I love that. And don't you just love how uh, sounds like he's really taking it over the top as far as just his, uh, his tech skills, but I just love it when older people recognize or did have recognized that technology is with us forever. And so they just, they just grab on and learn it. Right. <laughs> I just love that us ourselves included, right. Or in the process of learning here. <laughs> well, we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, one thing that uh, I did early on when we were sheltered in place, so this was probably um, probably the 1st of April, uh, in a conversation that I had with Dodie and then another really good mutual friend of ours, Candy, uh, just talking with them about some of um, us Bethany girlfriends. Again, we're going a couple decades, a few decades back. But wouldn't it be nice to do a Zoom meeting? So we have Dodie in Chile, and then we have uh, uh, another friend, Charlotte, who is in Japan, and then um, a few other friends that were stateside. And so we did a Zoom, and it was so fun for us older girlfriends just to connect with one another. And at the end of our Zoom time, which was probably about an hour and a half, some of them said, hey, can we do this again? And so we started doing it um, every other week, um, really since April. And so there, you know, sometimes certain ones can jump on. Obviously, uh, not everyone can always be there. But um, we usually have at least, I don't know, six or more of us girlfriends. And 
hasn't that just been such a rich time, Dodie? Oh, it has. It, it Actually, for me, being here in Chile, uh, I look forward to these times, and it's really been a lifeline for me. So I, I, I just consider it a blessing. Mm. And I would just encourage, if there's anyone listening here, and I know we have a social network where we can keep in contact with our friends and everything, but maybe you actually haven't seen or talked with uh, one of your friends from college or, you know, just a friend from later days. And I just would encourage you to call them, do it, do a, do a zoom or a FaceTime with them because uh, connecting with older friends, I think like Dodie said, it, it really is a lifeline and we, we love it. So when we started doing these Zooms then pretty regularly, um, at the end of our Zoom, we alternate in doing devotions. And so we'll have just a brief devotional time at the end and then a time for us to pray together. And this last uh, past Saturday night, it was our Zoom, our Zoom af actually afternoon. And so I had asked Dodie if she would share the devotional. And the devotional that she shared was just... Um, Simple and rich, simple and dynamic. And so I just said, Dodie, afterwards, I said, I would just love to do a podcast and have you share that same devotional because I think um, it would really minister to our listeners. So, Dodie, um, I just would love for you to share what you shared with us last Saturday afternoon. Okay, thank you, Judy. I'd love to. Well, last Saturday afternoon, I talked to the girls about the meantime, the meantime, the time that is between the beginning point and the ending point, the start to the finish. Let me explain. Me, for example, I get up every morning, I go into the kitchen, I put the tea kettle on, and in the meantime, while I'm waiting for that water to boil for my cup of tea, I go and I make the bed. In the meantime, I make the bed. How many times have all of us been ready to go somewhere? You're getting ready. You're all ready. You get ready. You're done. And you look at your watch and you're like, oh, I, I don't have to leave for 10 minutes. Look, in the meantime, I can put the clothes in the dryer. I can unload the dishwasher. Oh, maybe I can feed the dog. And then my favorite, oh, I can read another chapter in my book. Or maybe you can just close your eyes for that 10 minutes that you're ready early. You know, some examples in the Bible of meantime. I'm going to just give you the scriptures, and you can look these up later. Matthew 26, 36 through 40. Jesus is praying in the garden. He takes three of his closest disciples with him further on, and he leaves them there, and he go, Jesus goes even further on. But when he leaves the disciples, he says to them, stay here and watch with me. So Jesus goes on a little further, and he, when he returns, he notices and he says, in the meantime, he finds them sleeping, not doing what Jesus asked them to do. In Mark 4, verse 35 through 41, Jesus simply says to his disciples, let's go to the other side. They are on the Sea of Galilee, Galilee, and Jesus just says, very simply, let's go to the other side. So what happens in the meantime? In the meantime, Jesus takes a nap, 
and he calms a raging sea. <laughs> Let's look at the story of the Good Samaritan. So the Good Samaritan happens upon this man who has been beaten and hurt. So he helps him. He takes this man to the inn. He gives, leaves him in the hands of the innkeeper. And basically, the Good Samaritan says to the innkeeper, take care of this man. I need to go right now, but I will return. So in the meantime, here's some money to cover his expenses. And whatever you spend above this, I will reimburse you when I get back. So in the meantime, the innkeeper took care of this man. Now, we don't even know how long this was. We don't know if it was a few days, a, a week. It could have been months. We just don't know. So with all of this, really, I am learning that the mean times in my life can be very, very small, or they can be huge. I mean, like right now, I think the hugest mean time for everybody is the issue with COVID. Right. But really... It is a meantime. It did have a beginning, and it will have an end. Mm. And I am learning also that these meantimes in my life can be full of blessing. They can be just, just rich, rich blessing times. Or they can be very painful and very full of, full of dip difficulty. But remember, it's a meantime. It has a beginning. It has an end. So how then should we respond or react to the mean times in our life? Well, I think we should always give thanks. That you can find in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. We should always cast our cares on the Lord. Psalm 55, 22. And then... Obviously, we should always, always, always trust the Lord. After we cast our cares, then we've got to trust. And this I, uh, you can find in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And about a couple of months ago, I came upon a quote from Rick Warren. And this is the quote. It really impacted me a lot. But this is the quote. He says, even if I have a problem that lasts my entire life, it is still only temporary. And I thought, wow, now that's, that's big. Life is a huge meantime. It had a beginning and it will have an end. So consider the meantimes in your day, in this year, and in your lifetime. Learn to recognize them. Learn to recognize the blessing, the small little blessing in a tiny meantime, a huge blessing in a great big meantime. Learn to recognize the difficulty, the painful times of a, of, a, of a huge, or maybe small, but a painful meantime, that it will have a beginning and it will have an end. And for me, how we respond or react to these meantimes, I think this is the key to what Jesus wants for us and from us. And that's... Just the way I've been saying things lately, and it's just uh, been a help to me in my personal life. Dodie, thank you so much. I just, oh, I loved hearing it for the second time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank just you, as Judy. much. And I think that um, hopefully those that are listening, I think most of us would consider that in uh, 
at least some areas of our life, and hopefully more than not, but have uh, time management uh, under control, or it might be some area that we're still working on. But I think that all of us have those, like Dodie said, those mean times in our day when we could just just do something else uh, on our list. I have a little um, plaque in my in my kitchen, Dodie, and it says, uh, do the next right thing. And so I know seeing that sometimes, it's like, okay, what's the right thing to do right now? And like you said, sometimes it's just emptying that dishwasher, you know? But I love the, uh, I love the scriptures that you gave us, and I think that uh, whether it's making our bed or calling a friend, or reading a book, or spending time in prayer. Let's do something that, um, you know, would move us uh, move us forward, and that would make us feel really good about uh, our days and our times. Um, my uh, my mother is, as most of our listeners that have listened for any sort of any any amount of time know that my father passed away two and a half years ago, and so. Uh, my my mom as a as a widow now for a couple of years, um, I believe that she is at least trying to do the best with her meantime at home alone and without um, you know a lot of uh, company or friends around. Um, but like the other day, I received an envelope uh, from her, and inside the envelope was one of my dad's uh, white handkerchiefs, and. Oh. Uh, it was all pressed and everything, and there was a note that said, um, Judy, I know that uh, your pastor is, you know, just physically going through it right now, and so I just would encourage you and Wes to just, uh, you know, pray pray over this handkerchief and deliver this to him. And so we took our grandson, Ethan, and in the car, Ethan and Wes and I prayed over that, and we explained to six-year-old Ethan that there's nothing magical or mysterious about this handkerchief. It's just a handkerchief. But James 5 admonishes us to go and anoint with oil and pray over uh, the sick. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like, okay, that was just something that my mom did in the meantime, between whatever uh, things she was doing that day, sending that. And then we got to do, uh, in the meantime, on our way home from picking up Ethan the other night to spend the night, we got to take him over to our pastor's house and we felt like that was a sweet time of ministry and have heard since then that to God be the glory, our pastor is improving. And yes. so we believe in the power of prayer. And we just believe that in these mean times, God can use us to do really effective things for his kingdom. So Dodie, I love you, friend. And I thank you so much for um, for letting me interview you. And I have on my calendar that I get to see you in October. So in the meantime, (laughs) let's just keep living our best for Jesus and tell Mike and God bless you abundantly in all that you're doing in Chile. And while you're still on the line, could I have you just say a prayer for our listeners? Yes, Judy. Yes, I'd love to. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. And I, 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 I love Judy too. And I know all of you do. You know her. So I would like to pray for you. Oh, Jesus, I just thank you for this time. And I thank you, Lord, that we do have all these little mean times throughout our day, throughout our week, throughout this year, throughout our lifetime, Lord, and help us to recognize them, help us to consider them, 
Help us to obey you in them, recognize the blessings, and trust you with the hard times. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that is listening to this podcast. Lord, I pray that your spirit would just touch hearts today. And we praise you for everything you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jody. Love you, friend. Thank you, Judy. Well, thanks for joining us today. For more information about Yes and to find this episode's show notes, you can visit us online at yestoserve.org. Also, if this podcast was helpful or encouraging to you, please share it on social. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review. And if you're not yet a subscriber, I don't know about you, but I only listen to the podcasts I'm subscribed to. So hit subscribe. It's absolutely free. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.